Hello, my friends. Welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 27th of February. I'm Paul. It's an honor. It is Mark 4, verse 20. This is the apex of the story of the sower, the parable of the sower explained. When Jesus gave the story originally in the first part of Mark, all he said in regards to good ground was, but the, and this is verse 8, but other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased and produced some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. In the explanation, he starts to break these types of ground down. And, and as I told you yesterday, I don't think we're supposed to get into this parable, feel a sense of condemnation that I'm this type of ground or I'm that type of ground. We're, we're certainly not supposed to be looking at our neighbor, trying to figure out what type of ground they are. I think we're to understand that this is the response mechanisms to Jesus. Jesus is the seed. These ground represent the way that we treat him, the way that we receive him. And how we know receive him is the right way is, let's read verse 20. These are the ones sown on good ground, those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit, some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. But that word accept is the Greek word for receive. And so Jesus is saying, some translations do better with that. These are the ones sown on good ground. They hear it and they receive it, and that causes them to bear fruit. So if Jesus is the seed, the moments that we receive him, the moment that we hear him, receive him, and allow him to work out of us, That's the moments when we are the most like him. That's the good ground. When we say good ground, we don't mean good moral ground. Jesus was once called good, and he said, why are you calling me good? It's none good but the Father. It's Jesus saying in in our state of humanity, we cannot have a metric of goodness It just doesn't work because compared to God, what would we be? None of us would be good. You can't set up a standard of goodness based upon human morality, human perfection. So good in verse 20 is only believe. Those sown on good ground are the ones that hear and receive. So good ground is believing ground. And then the fruit that comes out of it is the fruit that's left up to the spirit or or left up to Jesus. The way Paul would say it, I think, is that he would call that the fruit of the Spirit. The Spirit is that which Christ is doing in us. And the fruit of the Spirit comes out of those who have crucified the flesh with its passions, Paul says in Galatians 5. And that fruit is love, joy, peace, long-serving, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, the law won't work. Against such, the law cannot produce. The law cannot suppress or help. So goodness in a moral sense is not what we're going for, and it's not what makes good ground. I hope you're good morally. It it, it keeps you out of a lot of chaos. It keeps you out of a lot of hell. Um, It can also tilt you to self-righteousness and make you hard to be around. So temper your goodness in Christ. 
But just know that the good ground is that which hears and receives. And then the bearing of fruit, as I said a moment ago, it's, it's his work. But let's, let's land on that 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. We don't all produce in the same way, and that's okay. There's not, just as there's not a metric for quote-unquote goodness that determines whether or not God does something in our lives based on our moral code, There's also not a metric for the fruit of the Spirit in my life versus your life. We do not compare and say, well, if person X was as close to God as person Y, then they would produce this fruit of the Spirit in direct proportion in the same way that person X does or person Y does. It doesn't work that way. Jesus is saying that there's a 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold, which means that the output is the determination of the Holy Spirit, not the determination of your goodness. He doesn't say some really good ground gives forth 60-fold. Some extremely good ground gives forth 100-fold. No. Good ground are people who receive. They hear the word, they receive it. And then the work of the Spirit is to bring forth 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. That's His work. I, I do not, I, I cannot judge your proximity to God based upon whether or not I think the fruit of the Spirit is properly forming in your life. And this is the tapestry of believers. This is why some people have a quality or a characteristic that seems to be in greater measure than someone else. And they're both good ground. They both hear the word. They both receive the word. So we need to stop with, I think, with two things. I think the parable of the sower should help us. The good ground should help us with two things. One, stop believing that if you were better, you could produce more. That What God is looking for are people who will live better, act better, talk better. That's not good ground. Good ground hears the word, receives the word, lets the Holy Spirit go to work. Now, in that, does our moral code get cleaned up? Well, I think it does. Does our actions get cleaned up? I think they do. But it's not the end game. It's a byproduct. And the second thing that I think that we need to remember is that there, we do not judge the quality or the value of someone's faith or their Christianity based upon the quantity of their output, their quote-unquote tangible anointing, or their gifts, or the fruit that comes out of them. This determines how close they are to God. If they were closer, they'd, you'd see this. Jesus gives no explanation as to why some bear 30-fold, some bear 60, and some bear 100 It's not three qualities of good ground. It's the work of the Spirit. So what you should do, I think, if you see the... Say you see the fruit of the Spirit and you think it's 30-fold in you and it's 60-fold in someone else. Just rejoice. Rejoice that that they see 60-fold in that fruit. You don't know the area where you see 100 compared to the way someone else sees themselves. So this is not a comparative righteousness test. This is to celebrate the diverse work of the Holy Spirit in the people of God. Okay, tomorrow, the 28th day of February, final day of the calendar month means it's essay edition. And the essay is going to work on the parable of the sower. So if you didn't get enough detail, 
it wasn't quite in-depth enough, then you're going to love tomorrow's essay. I highly encourage you to listen to it. I try not to make them too long. I've tried to get to where I make them about as long as a regular podcast, if I can. And I, I hope it helps explain this parable. Then in two days when we get started on the first day of March, we're just going to keep on rolling in Mark chapter 4. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.